0: Greg Cosell with us for his weekly visit as we head into the playoffs for the Titans. Titans Bengals coming up Saturday, three thirty. Catch all the action right here on 104.5 the zone. Greg, what's up? How are Let's you? Let's
1: go, Greg. <laughs> are you guys all excited or what?
0: I mean the whole city. It feels like uh, you know, that there's like a pit in your stomach ready to explode, which is kind of <laughs> graphic, but that's what that's what comes to mind <laughs> for me.
1: <laughs> so, what do you think? What are you thinking?
0: I kind of like this matchup, uh, but now I'm kind of scared to talk with you because I don't know if I'm going to change my mind during the course of this conversation. <laughs>
2: well, Greg, let him. Greg, let him speak for himself. Because I don't think you can. Tra- I don't think you can change my gr- mind, Greg. All I think you can do is add to it. Because I'm going to filter it and take all the positive of the <laughs> Titans out of
1: it. <laughs> so. Uh- so where do you want to start? What are you guys let, thinking let,
0: about? Let's start with Trey Hendrickson. Uh he is good to go. He's cleared uh concussion protocol, fourteen sacks, twenty seven quarterback hurries. What makes him real a really good player?
1: Well, wow, you really want to start there, bro? Yeah.
0: <laughs> let's give that play
1: <laughs> That might not even be that relevant in the game. Oh, ooh. Okay. Hello. Right, Greg. That's, that's a check. Tune. That's a check toward
0: Pro Titan. How, how you doing, Greg? <laughs> I mean,
1: I'm not saying he's not relevant, but do you want to map out the game a little bit? I mean, Derrick Henry's going to Derrick Derrick Henry's going to play and he's not going to play to have four carries. Mm. So, you're going to see the Titans offense, be the Titans offense, which is a run first offense at a base personnel where they're going to play with two tight ends, a fullback They're going to line up and run the ball, um, and then they're going to work off that. Now, every team does get to third down, obviously, so that is where he could well be a factor. Um, He'll predominantly line up over Taylor Lewan, so I'm sure there'll be some one-on-one matchups there. But if, if Hendrickson is a big factor in this game, then things have not gone right for the Titans at all.
0: I talked to an offensive lineman that said this about Hendrickson, said he's got power and is crafty. Yes, said the, said the be. Bengals run games, everybody does, but, but ga- games are more difficult to manage when you have a lot of beef up front, which they do. I know they've got injury problems, obviously, at, at defensive tackle, uh, but in terms of while we're there, we'll hit everything, but while we're there, <clears throat> what what kinds of problems slash challenges do, does the Bengals front present?
1: Well, they're going to miss one of their best interior run defenders in Ogan Joby, and he's mm-hmm. really a big loss. So my guess is what you're going to see from the Bengals, uh, particularly when the uh, Titans line up in their base offensive personnel will be their five, two front. Okay. They line up okay. with five across the front and then they have two stack backers, Jermaine Pratt and Logan Wilson, who are both very good players, by the way. And mm. they'll likely bring down a safety. Uh, it depends on how they align their front, but they could bring down bell or they could bring down Bates. Uh-huh. Um, so that, that to me is a really important matchup here is, is how they're going to handle the Titans run game. And then of course we know what the Titans do off the run game. They have that sort of quick play action pass game where mm-hmm. they hit Brown on slants. Um, I assume Julio's playing this week, so yep. he could be a factor on the outside as well. I think they will take their shots on first down and I believe they'll attack Eli Apple.
2: Now, let me, let me ask you this, Greg, when you see this offensive line in the Titans play as a unit, like we should see everyone healthy as can be and them be able to move the ball. As far as running the ball, that, that never really seems to be a problem to me as the game moves on. I know a lot that has to do with the running back and their style, but why is it such a problem in the past, in the passing game, being able to hold those blocks? What do you see from that? You're
1: talking about the Titans and pass uh, protection. Yes. Uh. Well, I think they've struggled at times in pass protection. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and I think that uh, they struggle on the right side. Quisenberry, you know, often needs help in mm-hmm. one-on-one pass protection. He'll he'll more than likely be up against Hubbard. Although the Bengals do some interesting things with Hubbard when they do get to third down, and they play either in their nickel or their dime. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hubbard kind of moves around, he'll stand up as what we call a joker off the ball, they have some very interesting stunt packages out of that when Hubbard is off the ball as as a kind of a a stand up joker. Um, And quite honestly I think Taylor lawan at times struggles in one on one pass protection. So. He he will be facing Hendrickson, so if you get into too many third and longs, that matchup does become a factor. But like I said, if that matchup has to be a big factor in the game, it's then amazing. there's too many long yarded situations. Right? Yeah.
2: What do you see in a big guy like Reeder? A guy like that with Reeder's that size clogging it? Yeah. yeah
1: Re- Reeder's a good player. Um, you know, as I said. Disturber? Like disturbing the offense or
2: clogging holes? Like what's, what's his forte, Greg?
1: Reader is, is, is a big man who can clog, but he also has light, quick feet. Mm. So Reader's a good player. You know, he's, he's going to line up inside in their five-man front. Um, and, yeah, he's, he's one guy they're going to have to deal with. So, you know, but, but look, I, I think we know what the Titans are. They have a distinct identity on yeah. both sides yeah. of the ball, and they're not likely to dramatically change. This is who they are. The Titans are a very physical team. They like to beat you up on both sides of the ball. They're a little bit old school in that regard. And, you know, I think that's the approach they're going to take, particularly on defense. You know, I think their defensive front has a distinct advantage against the offensive line of the Bengals. And that's where I think that unit has to dominate at times in this game. Greg Cosell with
0: us at Greg Cosell on Twitter. Must follow uh, if you like football. And obviously, if you're listening to us, you like football. So give him a follow at Greg Cosell. Obviously Greg De- Derrick Henry has an advantage in most cases because he's he's the best running back in football. Yeah, cuz ha- he's good. Having not exactly, having not <laughs> yeah. played since Halloween, the grind of the season uh has has you know accumulated effect on on obviously everybody that's been playing. Is right. there an advantage actually for for him to have not been playing and and then be thrown out there?
1: Uh, well, he's certainly not going to be worn down. Um, Uh, you know, I can only go by what I read with Derek Henry. You guys are there, but you know, not only is he just a natural freak, but I understand that in terms of work ethic and getting himself back to play that he's been a little crazy too. So that's just who he is as a person. So, you know, my guess is that he's look, like I said, we all know he's going to play and he's not going to play 10 snaps. You know, it would not surprise me in the least if, if the game goes the way the Titans want it to go, if Derrick Henry gets 20-plus carries. Yeah. <laughs> this is
0: true. Have, have you seen on film, um, be, because the offensive line has had issues, and, and you illustrated that, um, especially on the right side, but but they've also had issues in terms of playing together and and, and not being right. able to finish games together. And they have been able to do that lately. Have you seen some momentum? Um, from the offensive line in terms of, and I know you're not an offensive line evaluator, but just watching tape right. in terms of what they're getting done in the run game. Uh, ha- have you seen some momentum there?
1: Well, I would say again, you know, not without studying every play, but they started to run the ball well, even with Foreman, obviously. right? And I think they've started to have a little more cohesion in the way they work together. You know, they they feature the zone run game. And, and in the zone run game, combo blocks are really important where there's an immediate double and then somebody has to work up to the second level and there's a timing involved with that so i think they've gotten better at that as the season's progressed um you know henry is also the kind of back that can make up for if things are not exactly timed well because we know he's the kind of back that can make a three yard run into a seven or eight yard run and that's a huge huge difference in a game i mean in many ways the titans live off that Mm -hmm. the fact that ideally they're not going to be in a lot of third and longs now every team is uh but ideally they don't want to be in those situations now i think Tannehill, over the last number of weeks has been pretty good in third down situations Mm -hmm. so that's an area where i feel like they've definitely improved as the year has progressed
0: julio jones uh five receptions on nine targets in that last game against houston uh 58 yards his first touchdown of the season what what did you see on tape from him that in that game
1: Oh, I mean, look, he's out there. I, I don't think he's quite the player he was. But, you know, he's obviously still a good receiver. And, you know, I think that the hope is just when when that trade was made, everybody just talked about, oh, they're just going to get one-on-ones on on the outside with Brown and Jones and they're going to, you know, be unstoppable. We know that didn't turn out that way. Um, But, you know, I think that, you know, the hope that you have with with Julio and Brown is that they do get that single coverage on the outside. Because even if a team plays zone, when you're dealing with outside the numbers, it ends up being – you know, corners have to match up. So I think that's what the hope is. And they're going to, as I mentioned, you know, I think a woozy is a good corner, but I think they're going to go after Eli Apple. And Mm. I think that that that's where they have an advantage. I'm very curious to see how aggressive they are with first down passing, because I think they can be aggressive with first down passing and have success.
0: You know, it's interesting. There was a stat thrown out. I think Buck rising threw it out um, that, or, or maybe Coach Mack, or maybe the combination of the two. But anyway, uh, that uh, Julio Jones, A.J. Brown, and Derrick Henry have played 120 of the more than 1,300 offensive snaps. Looks like they're all going to be able to go right. uh, on Saturday. How difficult or different is it in terms of preparing for the Titans? Is that for Cincinnati, do you think?
1: Well, it's it's they're going to prepare for it. I mean, they're going to do what, what, what they do. I mean, you know, Cincinnati is, is a team that, that plays multiple coverage concepts. Um, So they're going to do what they do. You know, they're not necessarily, there's no one they're necessarily going to double per se. They're not, it's not going to be like that. And, and they'll, yeah, they'll just kind of do what they do. I mean, Cincinnati has, I think they have good linebackers. I think Wilson and Pratt are good players. Um, One thing Cincinnati has done and is when they have played man-to-man out of Dime, and I don't know if they'll see Ferkser as this guy, but they have brought in Trey Flowers, number 33. They acquired him, I guess, in the maybe week six, week seven, when the, the Seahawks cut him. They have used him in Dime as the matchup on tight ends, and they've done that against quality tight ends. So they did that against Waller last week. They've done it against Kittle. They've done it against Mark Andrews. I don't know if they'll see Ferkser as that guy, but they might. And you might see them in their man concepts, match up Trey Flowers, man-to-man on Ferkser.
2: Greg, ever since probably midway point in this season, I've been writing, regardless of who's in, who's out, at the top of my notepad, defense is nasty. And I yep. think that's... that. This defense going into these games, and after you watch film, they leave you at some point watching the film, and, and it always comes back to the the old gladiator. Um, what's my guy Russell Crowe looking up and saying? Nice are you, much- yeah, are you not entertained? <laughs> That's what I feel at some point in the game. They always hit that. Is this defense? Do you think this is one of the best defenses in the playoffs?
1: Well, I'll answer that this way, Ron. I okay. think that the Titans are are arguably and again you know every team wants to do right. this but i think the titans are probably the most physical team mm-hmm. of, of the eight remaining That that's built into i'm sure it's built into the way mike Vrabel coaches right. um and i think you know offensively when henry is there they're physical um and certainly defensively they are and i think there's a there, there's a line of thought in this game that they're particularly on defense that they're just going to physically manhandle the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Now, the Bengals' offensive line is not a strength, right? Burrow can compensate and camouflage weaknesses at times yes. because he's number one, he's very refined as a quarterback, and number two, he has excellent movement and can manage and navigate the pocket. But he also was sacked over 50 times, mm-hmm. so so. You know i think that that's where you know to use the cliche the rubber meets the road here on that side of the ball i think that the the titans front four and they have a distinct defensive profile they they rush four and they play coverage with seven and their front four is really good. There's a lot of multiple stunt concepts. They they're very good with what we call TT stunts mm-hmm. with Autry and Simmons. Whether Autry's the penetrator and Simmons is the looper, whether Simmons is the penetrator and Autry's the looper, they're really good inside. Um, you know, I think that the the two tackles for the uh, Bengals, which will be Isaiah Prince on the right and and Williams on the left, I think they're susceptible to getting beat in one on one matchups. So that's where I think the Titans. That unit needs to really win, and there's a sense that they're just a more physical, violent unit than the Bengals' offensive line, and that's going to be a big factor in the game. Yeah, and I, so you're looking at Joe
2: Burrow, and you talked about how he's able to extend plays and keep him alive, and this, that, and the other. But if he's being sacked that much, how is he having this much much success? What on film shows you Joe Burrow has
1: this problem? Well, the, the problem is not with Burrow per se. Okay, you know, lie. obviously, every quarterback, no quarterback wants to be under constant duress, and mm-hmm. no quarterback likes to get hit. That's just the, the way things are. Um, you know, Burrow is is a really desirable combination of timing, rhythm, and refinement, and movement. Okay. And he knows where to go with the ball, um, and he'll attack one-on-ones. I mean, that's the one thing you have to be aware of. He attacks one-on-ones outside the numbers, and he doesn't care if the corners are playing off. He will throw the ball, and it should be a fun matchup between two guys who are big-time buddies in Fulton and Chase because yes. they'll match up to one yeah. another, you know, because Chase is predominantly the boundary X. So he right. lines up to the short side of the field, and as we know, the Titans do not, do not match up. They play sides. Fulton is the right corner, and Jenkins is the left corner. All right. About 13 minute conversation. I feel pretty good about the Titans matchup oh, against I Cincinnati
0: coming out of this conversation.
1: <laughs> well, that's why they play the games, guys. You know, I mean, all you can do, That's why I'm, I'm not a, a prognosticator and picker of games, because, you know, as you've just seen, there's so many variables and so mm-hmm. many factors. And, you know, you don't know what becomes a big factor in a game. You just don't. I mean, you know, let's say Joe Burrow hits Jamar Chase for a 60-yard touchdown on the first series. You know, that, not that that means the Titans can't win, but it just changes the way the, the game then might play out. You don't know. So, you know, there's so many variables in games like this, which is why why these teams are in the final eight. Well, since right. you
0: put that out into the uh, into the stratosphere, I'm going to say, well, Derek Henry could go for 60 yards for
1: a touchdown. He certainly could. Theory. He certainly could. <laughs> could you know, change it. Again. Changes it too.
0: I love it. Hey, love these visits, Greg. I really appreciate you, and uh, people could check you out. NFL matchup on the ESPN properties, uh, and uh, hit him up on Twitter at Greg Cosell. Thank you, Greg. Appreciate it.
1: Hey guys, appreciate it.
0: All right, All right Greg. Thank is. you. Also, the uh, podcast. The install with Buck Rising, mm-hmm. where you get your podcast. Uh, Greg uh, Cosell is the best in the business. Executive producer and analyst for NFL Matchup, senior producer at NFL Films for forty-two years.